Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Millennial Girl Way, the podcast that highlights real millennial women doing the damn thing. I am your co-host, Shay Harkness. I'm Bray here. And today we're, we have a very special segment that we're getting into. This is our first reflection series that we're doing. And our reflection series is basically just any candid topic that you know, we want to talk about whether it's relating to our personal life, you know, whether it's something going on in the world that we think will really be beneficial to talk about for you ladies or, or just anything that comes to mind that, you know, you can get more in depth about what we're thinking. Um, so this is our first Reflection Series episode. And today our topic is fear. And more specifically, why fear, you shouldn't let it hold you back. Um, because this has been, you know, like a, a major thing that has kind of stopped us from completing certain goals that, you know, we've had or just pursuing certain avenues that we've always wanted to pursue. And so I think talking about fear and what it means to you and how it grips you and how it holds you back is kind of a very important topic. So, you know, just getting into it, Bray, <laughs> what is your relationship with fear? And, you know, how do you feel fear has kind of shaped you? Oh, loaded question, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, like you said, I think, you know, we all experience fear and fear comes in many different forms and kind of presents itself in weird ways sometimes. Like, you know, whether we're talking about uh, fear to do something, um, fear to not do something. Uh, I My relationship with fear is very much like a roller coaster. Um, some days I'm like fearless, <laughs> right? And I, you know, am ready to conquer the day, conquer whatever tasks is at hand. And then other days, you know, I would honestly prefer to like crawl under a rock <laughs> and let fear kind of guide my day. And as much as I think that, you know, I love to empower people to not let fear get the best of them. I do realize that, you know, we're all human and we all experience fear. And for me, I think I've been able to address fear by being honest, like being honest with myself in situations that I'm put in. So, you know, fear for me is like, okay, maybe speaking up right in a situation where I felt like it would just be easier <laughs> for me to not say anything or for me to not get involved I have kind of learned that you know that is less of me saying oh you know I'm just nonchalant like you know I'm just too relaxed to have to deal with that versus like no you're just afraid to speak your mind <laughs> and have people tell you you know no or have people tell you like I don't think that the idea is good or, you know, which is funny the way I'm saying it too. I'm like, oh, all these negative responses, but right. But it know, could be a positive response. Right. Yeah. And you would never know. 
but it's hard. Like I can't even sit here and say like, oh yeah, you know, I'm fearless because girl, I am not. <laughs> you know, I think everything, especially now, like turning 25, I know that I need to be more fearless and I know that I have, you know, a lot of things that I want to do where it's like... <laughs> The quarter crisis. (laughs) I felt like, you know, I should be more fearless at this point, right? Because over this past year, I've been bragging to myself about how much growth I've seen in myself mentally. And like, you know, I feel like I'm this new woman um, with just better goals and better, you know, a better outlook on where my life is going. Um, But at the same time, I realized that I was not putting my best foot forward 110%, aka being fearless. You know, I think that I was conquering things and kind of masking out to say, well, you know, I'm fearless. I got this. But like, I wasn't pushing myself to my highest capacity if that makes sense so you know so like my achievements at work for example that was really boosting me up like yeah you know I'm a young 20 you know five-year-old woman Um, I'm getting promoted I'm doing all these great things but you know when I look back at the amount of effort that I put in and I look at my goals and what I really want to accomplish those that is a very small dart on my road to success, you know, and how I envision my future, right? So it's like, okay, are you, uh, just like I said, you know, am I really being fearless or, you know, am I just finding some of the easier things that maybe I'm not even afraid of at all, conquering them and then kind of masking that to be, oh, I'm a fearless woman. Yeah. And so, you know, just to answer your question, like my relationship with fear, I think is very jaded. Um, I think that I have a hard time recognizing when I'm afraid. And if I have a hard time recognizing when I am afraid, I have less experiences where I feel like I am then conquering fear. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very murky water type of situation. Yeah, that's a good point because on the one hand, you know, like fear is a good thing because Mm -hmm. that means that you're moving into uncharted territory. You're discovering something new about yourself or just having unique experience, unique new experiences Mm -hmm. and trying to, I guess, conquer something that you've never done before. Right. So yes, on the one hand, fear is a good thing. On the other hand, obviously fear is, I guess, debilitating, you know? Because mm-hmm. it can really stifle you from pursuing said goals because, <laughs> either, <laughs> because either you think that you don't have it, you don't have it in you to, to accomplish it, or, mm-hmm. you know, you're just gripped by how other people view you. And so right. um, to answer the question, I think my relationship with fear it's also kind of like a roller coaster because I, I grapple with this this whole idea of really going into new experiences and things that I haven't 
things that I haven't done before. And then at the same time, feeling like I don't want to be judged by others if I'm not able to do as well as I, as I thought I could, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So it's very, it's very much so a roller coaster. And I think about that with, you know, um, everything. So like at work, right. (sighs) Even just, taking on new projects and things of that nature, you need Mm -hmm. to do that in order to be recognized and to order to be put to the, uh, promoted, you know, put up to the next level or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it's like, well, I don't want my boss thinking that I'm incompetent, you know? Mm. (laughs) Because you feel like, let's say you don't do as well as you thought you would on that project. Yeah, or as well as expectations. Expectations, Mm -hmm. yeah. Expectations are a bitch. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. (laughs) They can really break you down. And it's expectations that you don't even know if someone else has. Mm -hmm. It's just the assumption of, you know, maybe their expectations, the bar is here. Am I going to reach that level? Do you really even know if that's how high the expectations are? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and working around people who are like, I guess, really good at what they do, especially if that they're at a higher level than you, obviously you build these crazy expectations that you expect them to have. And yeah. sometimes I've found that like taking on a new project, they expect you to fail. Right. Because they did fail when they did it too. And it's like part of becoming good at something is falling down and figuring out the way to get it done the right way. And so um, for me, that has always been kind of something that was difficult for me because I think that for me, especially before like I got into the real world, right? You kind mm-hmm. of follow this, this rule book um, in yep. life. So, I mean, you go to school and like, you know, you're involved in different activities and stuff like that. And I think that when, you know, especially for school, I don't know about for other people, but I feel like it just came naturally. So mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I feel like, oh, I was going to fail at this or I was going to fail at that. But then when Mm -hmm. you really get out into the world, it's like, well, you got to really understand how things work and navigate that space. Um, And and I'm not saying that that's something that I'm bad at because I think I am okay at doing so, but it's still the fear of like, there is no set way Mm -hmm. to do something. and you really have to figure out what, who you are and what works best for you and how to accomplish that goal that you want to accomplish. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that has been hard for me to um, I, come to terms with, if you will, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then another thing with fear for me is I have expectations of myself and sometimes I don't, I don't want to share what I want to do because I don't want other people <laughs> to hold me to the expectation that I have of myself, you know? So, right. So instead of, you know, putting it out there, like my fear is just keeping everything to myself. Cause I don't want someone to be able to, to judge what I'm trying to do, you know? Yeah. So. 
And I feel <laughs> we live in a day and age where oversharing is like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is natural to to feel like it's safer to keep, you know, your desires and your wants and your dreams and your goals to yourself because it's like all eyes are on us. And the minute you share that with the world, you know, there's this feeling of, well, somebody somewhere is tracking this, right? (laughs) So, you know, we talk about this with millennial girls all the time. We're like, uh, you know, should we, oh, I'm glad we didn't announce this because we're off schedule, you know, and thinking about the two of us, that is a prime example of letting fear get in the way of, you know, your goals and what you're trying to do. Because instead of us figuring out a way to meet our deadlines and, you know, release a product that we're proud of, um, or an extension of Millennial Girls that, you know, we are passionate about, we let this fear of, you know, non-reception or this fear of, you know, what if we can't live up to it and we decide to go ghost or what if we fall off track? Like who's going to be paying attention? Who's going to be watching us? Who's going to care? And, you know, when you sit back and you think about it, it's like, well, all of those things are what ifs, right? Right. Yeah. And that's what fear does. It backs you into a corner and you end up with your own thoughts and your, these walls that you've kind of created internally, you know? Um, And definitely when I think about, fear what I am still trying to tackle is figuring out a way to address fear um you know people say oh get out of your comfort zones get out of your comfort zones I don't think there's anything wrong with the comfort zone I think that there's a way to be adventurous and also relish in your comfort zone, meaning that there are some places and spaces and things and ideas in which we feel the most comfortable being around or being in or being with certain people. And I think that diversity is key. So, you know, while you may feel comfortable with these type of people or you may feel comfortable approaching your goals one way, you know, you can diversify and, you know, maybe try going after just one extra project, right? Or try, you know, maybe sharing your goals with a smaller audience as opposed to putting it on a bigger scale. Like, you know, finding ways to address your fear without having to feel naked and vulnerable. Because I don't always think that, you know, people preach that, but I'm like, oh, when you're just trying to figure shit out, that's like... (laughs) that scares me more. (laughs) Someone's like, put your goals out there. Let everybody know. You know, like, I just think that's too much. (laughs) I'm like, a girl needs some baby steps. Okay. Like I need to take it one day at a time. Your comment about uh, comfort zones was interesting Mm -hmm. to me because I am of the, the, the thinking that comfort zones are kind of like, they hold you back. Limiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're limiting, you know, um, but then at the same time, I do agree about like everyone being like, "Oh, put it all out there," you know. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that either. I think that some things you do need to play close to your chest, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this world is so open, and you know everything is shared nowadays. I think that. Mm-hmm. 
for some things that you're really, really having a hard time dealing with, you mm-hmm. should probably keep those close to your chest or some goals that you really just, you know, want to <laughs> knock down and then share. I think that's a good thing. But um, for comfort zones and fear, I think that people who have really made a difference, right? Um, or have really gone to the next level, gone further than they ever thought they could. It wasn't because they ever like really stayed in their comfort zone. Of course. That's right. You know, so that's my only thing with that. Yeah. And I agree. I think that, you know, when I speak about comfort zones, it's more so about feeling comfortable So there's always this narrative of you have to be uncomfortable with where you are to see change, or you kind of have to be put into this undesirable position to want to break through. And, you know, sometimes I think that while, you know, we read these stories about people who maybe had nothing and now they're, you know, have everything or, you know, people who really went through the worst of the worst and pushed out of, quote unquote, their comfort zones to get to where they are. But there's also a handful of people who have taken their comfort zones and maximize that space around them. We, you know, we live in an age where people are using social media to create bonds with people mm-hmm. and grow that and grow that to larger and larger scales. So to me, I look at that as a comfort zone. Whereas, you know, if I'm doing YouTube, it's an easy example, right? I feel comfortable with me, my camera, you know, you share a little bit, you share a little more and your comfort zone or your circle begins to grow and how much you feel like you should be sharing or letting out. Other people relish in that whole like, do the undoable, do the unthinkable, do what no one's done before and just jump off the cliff and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And other people, I think, do better when they're able to grow with the people around them or maybe you know take it step by step um, yeah like you don't have to you don't have to go through the mud just to yeah conquer yeah. fear yeah I get you but with you know kind of going back to fear and less comfort zones have you ever felt like you try to put fear behind you like you tried to be fearless and it just like <laughs> knocked you back down on my ass girl yeah that is like a really good question <laughs> and just like off the dome i cannot think of one story where i really was trying to conquer fear and it just didn't turn out <laughs> you know um, the way I wanted to. So to follow that up, do you think that that is because you are more um, in tune with fear and you're more fearless on average, you know, in your adult life? Or do you think that you are not addressing fear and not really going after certain things outside of your comfort zone that make you fearful. And so therefore you haven't had those experiences. 
So I think for me, um, <laughs> it's actually a little bit of both, <laughs> 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 which is, which is funny, but like, so mm-hmm. I would say that I'm a preparer. So okay. if there's something that I really, really want to do, um, mm-hmm. and it's totally, it's, totally different than whatever I've been doing before I will Mm -hmm. prepare for it and then still follow it it's almost to a point where like at first when I want to do it Mm -hmm. I will be scared so my fear comes from the decision just to try to try it okay yeah and then once I decide that I actually want to try Mm -hmm. um I will make sure that I kind of put everything to into place where I can conquer it but (laughs) at the same time that fear of making the decision to try or not Mm -hmm. sometimes keeps me in my comfort zone versus pursuing things that are just totally outside the realm of what I've ever done you know so it's it's a little bit of both but I I am a very like reflective person. And so mm-hmm. I know things that that I fear. I, I like that you brought up preparation because I've found that when it comes to, you know, especially like when I was in school, that made all of the difference. When it came to doing a presentation, like if I wasn't prepared, I was scared shitless. You know, I'm hands are sweaty and you know my voice is trembly like I just I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. um and even you know at work now I you know every meeting that I um attend you know I always push people to send agenda items I want to know what we're going to be talking about so that when I come to that meeting I feel confident speaking you know being a woman especially a black woman I feel like you know sometimes I get in these rooms and it's eight white men (laughs) and there's me and you know I need to make sure that I feel comfortable and confident and you know fearless speaking up and saying what I need to say and addressing the points that I want to address and getting my opinion heard. But the only way that I'm really able to do that is by knowing my stuff and or just being prepared, you know, in general. And I'm thankful that, you know, my manager is really big on that. She's like, as a woman, we want to differentiate ourselves, but it can be difficult when you're already, you know, at a disadvantage. So I love that you brought up preparation because I've been using that in my career life. And I think that it's really um, has been helping me get to the places that I've been getting to, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I, I also agree with you with, you know, I posed the question to you and I was thinking about it to myself, like, okay, is it that I'm just not attacking things? And that's why I don't feel fear. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I don't care to strive for those goals anyway. Or, am I just like crushing everything that I go after and (laughs) fear is not a thing? And I definitely think that, you know, I I want, and I feel like most people probably lie in that middle area. Um, But what I want to dissect is how do we define fear versus I... Am not willing to put my all into something. For example, i.e., being lazy. 
because I feel like sometimes there, you know, I'm speaking from a personal point of view. I sometimes blur those lines of like, am I actually afraid or am I just being lazy? (laughs) And am I using this I'm afraid excuse as a kind of cover up for me just not putting in effort? Because there are some things where I feel like I know my capability. I know that I could be successful. I'm like confident on the inside. If someone were to question me about it, I'm confident about that. But am I actually doing it? (laughs) And so is that fear? You know, is that me running circles in my mind, holding myself back? Or is it just I'm being lazy? And I think that that's a big I think it's just a place of, yeah. Um, (laughs) But for me answering the question, I think more more often than not, I'm being lazy most more so than being fearful of something. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, over the last couple of years, and I feel like, you know, confidence is something that you always have to continue to build, yeah. you know, because there are times where you will have you'll be very high on confidence. There are times <laughs> that, you know, your confidence takes a dip and you mm-hmm. always have to steadily um, kind of build your yourself up. Um, yeah. But I would say that for the most part, like I'm pretty confident about things that I can do, but easy, <laughs> you know, but that that's easy. But then it's like actually doing it. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So I think that, you know, there is a slippery slope between you you purposely holding yourself back by being lazy and you just being, you know, fearful of actually, you know, doing something. Yeah. And I feel like that is something that both you and I are still you know, trying to conquer at this moment. But I think this is a good thing to talk about because I think that a lot of people are fearful of reaching their full potential because when you do, you have so many more responsibilities and, you know, expectations held of you. That doesn't mean that you can't do it, but I think that we we understand the fact that having great position and great power in life comes with a lot of expectations Mm -hmm. that you also have to, you know, uphold. And, and, you know, that goes to the quote, you know, heavy lies the head that wears the crown, right? Yep. Reaching your full potential is never going to be, you know, easier. Mm -hmm. You may feel more fulfilled, but it damn sure won't be easy. And it will never get easier, you know? And I think that because we know that inherently, sometimes we let the fear of what the expectations will be once we have the crown Mm -hmm. keep us from actually doing what the hell we need to do. Yep. I think when it boils down to it, it's it all boils down to like, what is your relationship with fear? Yep. When, you know, ask yourself, you know, how would you define fear in three words? Are those words that you use negative or are they more positive? 
if they're negative, you know, unpack, well, why is my relationship with fear this negative? Because like you're saying, you know, sometimes we have this fear of if we get to that point of success, there's going to be more that awaits us. There's going to be more stress, more obstacles, more hurdles to get over. I think that sometimes fear is there to remind you that that thing is worth going after. Um, You know, I think that that fear reminds you that, you know, you need to take some time to build yourself up. You know, like you were saying, we're always working on confidence. You know, that's like an everyday every hour, you know, it's it's just a task that we will always have to defeat. And every time we, you know, make it through one day, you know, there's going to be another thing that's coming knocking down like, oh, you thought she was confident. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that acknowledging fear, you know, when you see yourself being fearful, acknowledge the shit out of that fear. You know, make sure that you are not just pushing it to the side, you know, because I think that's the first step, right? If you don't, if you're trying to pretend like you're not fearful or if you're trying to let your, you know, say to yourself or convince yourself something's not important simply because you're afraid, you're already two steps behind. Address the fact that, yeah, you know what? I am afraid. What can I do to make myself less afraid? How can I, how can I attack this? And, you know, you were talking about preparation, you know, that's one way that you're able to accomplish your goals and kick fear's ass, basically, you know, and that's just in one facet of, you know, your life. If it's about, you know, forget being at work, if it's about, you know, pursuing, um, you know, a hobby or a goal outside of work. Maybe it's expanding your friendship base, right? Not being afraid to enter new circles. Well, like I was saying earlier, maybe try starting small. Just that acknowledgement of the fearless. And I know that I am afraid to be in large groups of people and not know anybody. That's my fear. So what do I do? I'm addressing that and now I'm going to try and find something where maybe, maybe I bring one friend along or maybe I try and go to something that's not as small. Maybe I go to something larger so I have the ability to scan the room and kind of float to where, you know, people I want to gravitate towards as opposed to hitting up an event that's 15 people. It's going to be pretty (laughs) obvious if I'm shy and not really trying to mix in. So Addressing your fear and figuring out game plans and ways that you can conquer those minor fears because you're always going to have a fear of something. It's just human nature, but I really do think the key is like addressing it. Um, and then from there, you can you can come up with a plan. You can figure out how you can get over it and redefine your relationship with fear. Yep. I will say this, that more more often than not, we are the ones that are holding our own selves back. It's not that other people are necessarily holding us back outside of, you know, the social, you know, institutions right, that, we, that we can acknowledge. But even still, mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we, especially, you know, because, I mean, we're black, so. Yeah. I think that sometimes even in that I found myself personally like 
hanging on to that excuse more than I should when right. really you still have the the opportunities to you know get to where you want to go yeah if you're if you're looking and really trying to get those opportunities you know and put yourself in the right circles so yeah i th- i think more often t- more times than not we are holding ourselves back and i think that the way to kind of conquer you know holding ourselves back and fear as well is to collaborate with others and to kind of be a little bit more open about that i think once i really started acknowledging the way I felt about certain things and, you know, some of my either insecurities or my fears or whatever, I started um, being able to conquer them more because it's like once you're honest about something, you're not holding it all in and trying to act like, you know, you got everything handled and, you know, you tough, nothing, nothing, nothing. I think that that is when you really start knocking shit down you know when you start getting it done when you really start having the true confidence to to go after it is whatever you want whether that's personal relationship business whatever you know so yeah that that honesty breeds the confidence and that confidence helps you conquer fear and that willingness to conquer fear is what will basically shape your future you know it'll make all the difference in, you know, the path that you choose to go down yeah. and how confidently you do so. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'd love to know, talking to you ladies, um, what is your relationship with fear and how are you going to stop letting fear get in the way of the things that you truly want? Um, we would love to hear your take on it. If you want to share your personal story, if you're looking for any advice on how you can conquer fear, like Shay said, being open sometimes is like the best form of medicine and sharing it and um, knowing that there are people who are going through what you're going through, I think is really therapeutic um, and can really help you build up your confidence. So, you know, we're work in progresses. <laughs> yeah. um, my relationship with the fear is still a little jaded, not going to lie. Um, but that's that's a goal that I'm working on. So we hope you ladies enjoyed our very first Reflection Series episode. Let us know what you think. Let us know what, you know, you want to hear from us. Um, this is the part of our podcast where, you know, like Shay said, we just want to get candid with you guys, um, share some of our personal experiences and the things that we as millennial women are going through. Um, So feel free to write us, email us, download this episode, share with your friends, um, and stay tuned for our next episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.